We're off. Let's go, boys. Welcome. Welcome to Dab Meet. It's Sunday, October 18th. We're creeping up on the one-year anniversary mm. of what I would call a life-changing podcast. At least for me. You're, you're telling me, buddy. You and me both, pal. Tim, I, I got to be honest with you, man. I As excited as I am about our year anniversary, I'm still trying to digest the magnitude of what you just told me. <laughs> you are going to hell. <laughs> I'm not going to say what he did. Please don't. <laughs> no, and we can't talk about it on air, but... That's all. That's way more life changing than. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm going to give you clues throughout the podcast, but it is not for virgin ears. <laughs> I've done some things in my life, but please don't. It was a harmless prank. That if I I don't know if it was a prank, but it was a it was a mm-hmm. harmless little thing to make my family giggle, and uh, it could it could grant me an eternity of uh, pain and suffering. Tim, if it was a prank, do you think it would be a prank committed by Bam Madonna Jera? What? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you gotta ease into it. You're gonna you know what you just did? You tried to you tried to play too much without stretching first, and now you're you've got two torn hamstrings and your dick's gonna fall off. Stop it, dude. Yeah, do you think there's a chance I'm going to hell for this? You better. I mean, you you played really hard on an inside joke. I mean, that was that was playing you, really hard for two other people dude, I play from whistle to whistle dude this is unlistenable <laughs> everybody else is going what is i mean i assume mike is playing hard and he's right in his playing hard but <laughs> just he is but jesus christ don't do that anymore james heskey welcome back to dead meat buddy oh it's good to be back thanks for having me guys oh we're lucky we're lucky to have the heskiest man alive we are, man. James, it looks like you're doing a podcast for domestic abusers. <laughs> Where the fuck do you live? <laughs> he lives in a quarterway house. Yeah, I, can't, I, I don't know. Halfway. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, you know, I can explain it, but uh, I just like to let everybody else decide what's happening. It's one of those choose your own adventure books uh, for my background. Well, I'll tell you what, James, I, no matter what happened there, it's not nearly as bad as what Tim did. Tim. <laughs> Fuck my god, man! Any dude, anyone with that much uh, spackle on their, anyone with that much exposed spackle on their wall knows a lot of judges' names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the judges know my name, yeah. even, if I've never been, even if I've never been in their court. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like, oh, you're James, <laughs> dude. Did I did I ever tell you that uh, when I got to like seventh or eighth grade? Uh, one of one of the teachers I had had been in the school long enough to teach my two older Wigger brothers who were like they're like 10 years older than me. So like a lot of times like teachers would just cycle in and out before. So that was the first time like seventh or eighth grade. They were like, oh, yeah, I had your older brothers and we don't have the same last name. So it was like, you know, even if even if other, other teachers did, they didn't realize. Oh, yeah. And you want to talk about some fucking stinkers. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> two fucking half Italian Wiggers. Just stomping around in the mid '90s in Catholic school, wow, Tim. That's probably how they came up with the sainthood criteria. Like you have to do two miracles, so it started with her teaching two wiggers. Yeah, well, (laughs) I got to imagine teaching those dudes, those two specifically, was like when people teach like gorillas how to sign language. (laughs) Just, just got the the smell of their cologne out of (laughs) it. 
So I was like, I and I was, uh, I mean, longtime listeners will remember that I was a fucking certified sweet boy all the way up through eighth grade. So when I got there, it was like, I've got my eye on you. Bartley was like, dude, you could not be wasting your time more. I'm ready to tell on myself at a moment's notice, dude. Dude, I don't know. I think she might have enjoyed that because Jesus was kind of like a wigger. Yeah. Did everything with his boys. Died at the age of 33. <laughs> <laughs> did did things that inspire wigger tattoos jesus falls for the third time gets up for the fourth wow He's man. the original wigger man damn he was he was judged by 12 and carried by six dude imagine like <laughs> like the footprint poem sounds like something a wigger's girlfriend will be screaming into a phone on speaker and he's like that's because i carried you that's because i carried you desiree <laughs> <laughs> all, the 12 apostles all got t-shirts made memor- like memorializing <laughs> he had a weird relationship with a stepdad <laughs> I mean he was absolutely good <laughs> he was the Romans, had, Romans had trouble nailing him to the cross because of his ankle bracelet <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're coming hot out of the gate bro yeah I bet <laughs> Boy, I bet this would hurt a lot more if I wasn't so fucked up on Oxy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. All right, that was great. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, when do do we start? When do we record? (laughs) I I can't believe you can have this good of a time already, Tim, with what you did on your your conscience. Do you you regret about it? Stop, dude. It's not that big a deal. Stop. Come on, man. I mean, for a verified sweet boy, that is, it's a pretty big deal. I was on, you know, I was on a very heavy anti-Catholic bent this weekend. Some Catholic guy on Twitter insulted video games, and I was just like, this will not stand. (laughs) (laughs) So long story short, I may have spiked a Virgin Mary statue into the ground head first. But it was only because my my kids love anti catholic shit so i was like hey guys check this out fuck dude <laughs> dude how cool would it be if like when you jammed her head into the ground she saw hell <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble yeah with the lord you fucking dickhead don't worry I about your family. i gotta get right i gotta get right with the lord now dude you better hope there's fucking recliners in those confessions i gotta now, go to confession in there for a while yeah i gotta go to confession i gotta offer to suck the free spirit now yeah, you, you uh, yeah, you better you better shave like every. I got, I gotta assume do, uh, altar boy. And, uh, Bless me, stepfather, for I have sinned. <laughs> Dude, did you know jerking off is a mortal sin? Uh, Cranking yeah. your meat is a mortal sin. I was actually trying to make the argument with this dude. I was like, every time this guy's wrecked his meat, he's had to. That was, you know, the the Catholic guy on Twitter. I was like, every time this dude wrecks his meat, he has to go apologize to another man. Before he's allowed to let that man put crackers in his mouth, like you, if you get, dude, if you if you do a sin and then you get communion, that's like you you can't get right. That's you might as well be spiking statues. That way just makes it sound like there's just a part of the video we like I've never watched before. <laughs> like you just watch like a sex video, like and now they go get crackers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every single time, dude. Every single time you crank your meat, you have to go to confession, or it's a mortal sin. You think it's because your dead grandparents are looking at you? Hopefully.
That would be cool. That would take up so much of my time. Like, <laughs> just the logistics of that would be an absolute nightmare. <laughs> I would just, I, like, I have to go again? All right. I'll be all right. Okay. All right. When, I'm, yeah, I, when I'm a grandparent, I'm going to watch them jerk off while I'm alive so that I'm used to it already. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm, dead. I'm just warming just up in the so pool. You know, I'm always watching. Don't just wait until I'm a fucking Obi-Wan ghost. <laughs> Dude, when I was uh, when I would go to confession when I was a kid, uh, granted I'm a fucking kid, so I don't have anything to confess. But I used to get so anxious of it. I used to make up sins. Really? Yeah. Most of them involved me. Like, what was your what was your biggest one? Uh, pretend fights that I would get into, and then also cursing at my sister. Like, I I just wanted priests to know that like I called my sister a bitch. Damn. <laughs> that's that's yeah. All right. James, did you ever have to do Catholic shit when you were a kid? No, no, no. no. I mean, yeah, no. We just, I got, I got molested Presbyterian. (laughs) 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 No, uh, I grew up with, uh, like, both of my parents were therapists. So, like, we just had, like, it was a, there was, like, confession was more about, like, well, let's just talk about your feelings. Like, fuck. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I, I, we were made to feel bad for having Mike. What was the what, Mike? What was the worst thing you ever confessed? Guilt's still there. The guilt is absolutely still there. I don't know. Like, it can't match the level of Catholic guilt. No, I don't know that it can match the level of Catholic guilt. But but like, it does exist. My, my dad did like a uh, the one of those like twenty three and Me things, and he's like fifty percent Ashkenazi Jewish. So like, there's also, also I love the end of Ashkenazi. For yeah. <laughs> that's hell, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, which is yeah, it's, it's fun because it, it starts almost sounding like those overalls and it ends way, <laughs> way different. Oshkosh, Oshkosh, I nope, didn't quite get it out. You think you think Ashkenazi Osborne uh sings about Jews being on the crazy train? <laughs> All right, that's... Ashkenazi is the uh the polo shirts that Proud Boys wear, <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, so it's like the it's like in my blood to just be a uh, like, Anti-Semite. We're like neurotic. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're we're self-hating Jews. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then so we're just all like just neurotic. And then the therapist side is basically just teaches you like, well, now you're aware of your feelings. Like, great, what do we do about it? All right, so we haven't figured that part out. Mm. <laughs> like that's that's a lot of therapy. Like you can now you're aware. You know it's there. You know it's a problem. Congrats. That's that's that should be enough, I think, right? Just be aware. You'd think. Actually, I don't know. I've avoided going to therapy my entire life. I've I've avoided uh, any kind of like uh, um, medication, and so far so good. All all the pseudoscience I'm trying, like uh, psychedelics and uh, <laughs> podcasting, working working <laughs> so far. There there have been there's been some some touch and go moments. There I've I've been I've been close to the brink, but. Uh, I, all I got to do is just surround myself with people who will reaffirm every idea I have and never disagree with me and I'll be fine. There you, there you go. That's that. I, you know, just do that. That works. Tim, while that Virgin Mary is still spiked in the ground, if I were you, <laughs> I would put some smear peanut butter on the bottom of it and let the dog eat it out. So that way, <laughs> he's inheriting your sin. I'm going to, it follows my sin to the dog. And get the dog killed. <laughs> That's two birds with one stone. With stone, one statue. Yeah. 
It would have been really funny if I if I would have had the kids like throw ropes around the top of the the Mary statue and like pull it down. <laughs> like, dude, sorry, man, she had some bad tweets. <laughs> well, dude, you, you could you could make it up and uh, just buy a nicer Virgin Mary statue to decorate your yard with. Would you consider doing that? Uh, sure, sure. I don't know. I don't know how to decorate a yard. I've never had a yard before. You got to get do with these things. You got to get a real nice Mary, dude. Nice I would, Mary. I would dare. I would say get a Mary so nice that you would be getting a Splurgeon Mary. I should get a. <laughs> are there any like hentai Virgin Mary statues? <laughs> are there any hot Marys, dude? If I got like a, if I got like a Mary, like the head is still like the the pale blue veil, but then she's also in like a a sailor schoolgirl outfit with like big tits popping out, and she's like doing that like bend over so her cheeks come out of the t- bottom of a tiny skirt. She's like, peace. That would be fucking sick. I, I I can't. Where's the Bible passage that says that she has tentacles? <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it looks good. <laughs> James, you look like a guy who wrecks at the cartoon porn. Have you ever done that? I totally have. <laughs> I mean, th- you know, things things come across your screen. You're like, let's give this a shot, but mm-hmm. it's not really my thing. I have a hard time turning down either Marge Simpson or uh, Lois Lois Griffin. Yeah, yeah. I, you I've ever seen... go deeper than that? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I've, it inevitably leads to Chris Griffin fucking Lois. And then it's like, all right. I mean, guys, please. Just this. This was not necessary. Oh man, I've been calling the basement the hentai hideaway all day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a very nice studio down here. It's a, it's, it was the garage. It's, it was converted into like a finished room and, it, and it's all, it's all mine. And I just, Mary Jo hates that I'm calling it the hentai hideaway. <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. Well, you know what? I think it's nice and you should in celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, this is what Woo! you're doing to people, man. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've soiled Heskey's name by, by encouraging him to make jokes like that. Dude, you're the one spiking Virgin Marys in the ancient Indian burial grounds. <laughs> so, good luck dealing with all this shit, dude. Your daughter's going to get sucked into the TV now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, you asked me a while ago what the worst thing I ever confessed was. I don't know that I ever confessed this, but one of the worst things that I remember doing was I pissed on a Bible at an eagle's tailgate. Man, you've pissed on a lot of stuff, but you also drank your own piss. Yeah. All it's right. um <laughs> Yeah, the, the the piss drinking was was really like a one-time deal. Like I was dared to do it. So, okay, now you've you've painted a pretty complete picture of yourself through the life of this podcast, and especially in the last couple of weeks. Was it was it last week's episode or was it the UFC stream where you're talking about how you would go to college parties and get naked? UFC stream. Like you okay, so you were trying to like vent by, by the way, UFC stream. If you weren't there Saturday night, they're always available for playback on the Patreon. Um you were saying that you would go to college parties while not in college and get naked and I guess like try to van wilder out. Yeah, it was um I would never get the reaction. Well, honestly, I don't know what kind of reaction I wanted because I knew what I was working with. After like the second or third time, like I knew what kind of reaction I was probably gonna get. But it was usually enough to like shut the party down. <laughs> like, ah, yeah. I'm, All right, that's enough. Yeah. So was the reaction you were looking for? Wait, James, you were in a frat, weren't you? Yeah. Did you? Were did you guys party? 
Yeah, well, it was the frat of guys that like didn't think they were going to join a frat when they went to college. So it was it, like it, we weren't like we partied, but it wasn't. It really wasn't crazy. So it was like rescue animal house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that actually sounds I, really just, lame. Like the only the only song that played was just "I Will Remember." <laughs> was it? Uh, were there were there times there where you were just like, I can't believe I'm fucking here with these dudes. Oh, totally. Like every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they thought the same thing. I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, yeah, we'd do like Edward Forty Hands and uh, Case Races. And I, <laughs> I, I absolutely shit my pants during a case race at the time and still won. Were there dudes who didn't realize that it was like kind of like, uh, you know, a, a... gay? Yeah. <laughs> Where the dudes who were just like, doesn't matter, dude. I'm in a frat. Gonna fucking live it up. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, no, it was like one of those things where we had, I think when I was there, we all, we had, I don't know if we had any out members, but we had like two guys who we, everybody knew was gay and nobody mentioned it and just like nobody talked about it. One of them ended up being our, like the president of the frat. And we like, everybody liked him. And then like, he, like, he just didn't want to come out. I, you know his decision but he came out like right after college have and, you considered maybe uh, you were the only straight guy it's totally possible. <laughs> you joined a gay frat <laughs> james james when you would do butt shots out of him would he look yeah, like radio yeah, on the shop yeah, cart yeah i joined uh gamma alpha whatever y is um, <laughs> uh, yancey uh gamma alpha yancey uh, yeah, I forget, uh, I forget the alphabet. <laughs> so we, we, uh, you when you're when you're butt chugging, you're actually drinking out of a butt, <laughs> swirling it around like it's cognac. <laughs> oh, Friday fart sniffing. <laughs> I would love, I would love for you to get through four years of that and not know that it was a gay frat and get out and you're like, dude, we lit it. we did all the normal crazy frat stuff. We would suck each other's birds. Uh, we met each other's parents. We went to weddings together. It was a pretty cool frat, man. We partied hard. <laughs> Once a year, we throw beads at people from a float that we made. <laughs> I shouldn't be telling you this because this should be a secret. <laughs> yeah, it's in our charter. Skull and boners. <laughs> no i mean it's funny because like we were it, it was like the it was just a frat where uh, literally anything like the only stuff we did was just like well let's we'll drink now like like the, our all of our hazing stuff was like was like go run a lap and then uh, drink and then all right after the party you you guys have to clean up like that was that was the Damn. it was it, it was basically a place for us to pool our money, but uh, but yeah, like it, it was it was surprisingly uh, not gay. Disappointing. I think almost. I yeah I think the less I think the more like a real frat you are, the the unironically gayer you get. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was like almost to the point where I was just like there, like there's no like honestly in my in my frat there's no really crazy stories that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Like really, <laughs> the dumbest like, ones are like me. It was like during the we were doing a case race, and uh, like we were about to win. Me and my partner were about to win, 
uh, life partner. Um, we're about to win. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to, I had to take a leak. So I just go to p- piss on the like back fence and everybody's like, go watch him. Make sure he's not about to puke. And so I go and I piss. I'm like, I'm not going to puke guys. I go and I piss and I come back and I trip over a bag of garbage and I land with my hand, like in my gut. And I had eaten like a Cadoba burrito for lunch. And I had 15, uh, uh, natty lights in my stomach and I basically like sucker punched myself in the gut, like as I landed. And I didn't full on shit myself, but my <laughs> asshole did that thing where it just like, like it was just the pressure of like like, an aperture going in. It just, it just, my butthole went whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> it went over his speed bump. Gates, the yeah. floodgates opened yeah. for a second or two. And so everybody's laughing. They're like, ah, Husky fell. And then I get up and they're like, you all right? You all right? And I'm like, yeah, but I shit my pants. And then they're laughing harder. And I finished two more beers, won the case race. And then I was like, guys, I promise I won't puke. I need to go shower though. That's almost, <laughs> that's almost wholesome. For, for yeah, I think like you guys were our- like, you guys were the closest to what like the paperwork tells the college a frat is. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah, we, we're all going to get jobs and stay in touch and like, you know, network with each other. And, uh, like, the rest of the friends are like, bro, you're also supposed to, like, make each other, like, spread your asshole and shove a broomstick on it. And <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, no, we were, it was, my fraternity brother got me my, uh, hired me for the first job working with uh, special needs kids. Right, like, exactly. that's, oh. those were... Is that why frat houses are so dirty? Because the dudes with the broomsticks up their asses are supposed to clean with it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, uh, yeah, and then you have to. Uh, sing the song from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> what was that? What was it? was it? Penn State that had a yeah. frat that uh, where a kid died. Yeah, they like shoved them down the stairs or something like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Was, I think it was like alcohol poisoning, and then like I don't know, he fell down some stairs and make sure he doesn't ba- puke. <laughs> yeah, it was basically like the uh, the deleted scenes from Home Alone. Yeah. Well, as far I did, I mean, like this is going to totally bring the energy down, and that's why I'm here. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, like I had a high school friend, um, who went to another college who died while like from, from mostly from alcohol poisoning, but he also kind of froze to death in a freak April snowstorm. Um, and yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, it's like, it's fucked up and it's, but it's like, I get it. I get it. But it's like, uh, it happened while I was pledging. So we're doing all these like drinking things. We're getting real fucked up. And then, like, as I'm pledging, my buddy who I went to high school with, I just get, like, an, an I learned over AIM Messenger. I get, like, did you hear about Colin? And it was I'm someone's like, away what? message. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm freezing to death <laughs> outside in April right now. Yeah. And I, and also, was, here's some like, of the used lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And it was, and I'm like, shut up. No. Like, and it's, so it's like, and at that point, it's, you know, it's pre-Twitter. Facebook is even not really like not everybody has Facebook. This is mm-hmm. oh nine, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's like people are like some people are on Facebook, but it's still I don't even know if it's like how how regularly it's being used. So it's like the main thing is like people are just like finding out on AIM. And yeah, now now you would have found that on Twitter. Somebody wrote would have wrote RIP with a picture of Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Right. Or, right. Or one of his wigger friends would have had a very long post that started with, it is with a heavy heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, It is with well, a cold heart. Lord, if, if one of my buddies died, when, like if we had Twitter around when I was a freshman, the amount of just really bad 
takes that I would have had that are so much worse than the shitty ones that I already have. Like this is this is me. You guys know me at probably the best point in my life. I do I do uh look up to you as like uh like a like an older family member. <laughs> like I seek your approval on ideas. I'd like advice on decisions. Yeah. And I think you're like six years younger than me. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I should just graduated from that frat. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the honeymoon suite of his frat house, of the Gamma Alpha Yeah, Yancy. this is, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait to, yeah. James, you, to that point, like, you have a very familial feel. Like, each year I invite James over to my house for Thanksgiving, and a couple of times he's taken me up on that, and we'll just sit on my couch with our feet reclined with a blanket over our lap eating cheese. <laughs> There are very few people I could pull that off with, but there's something about James which invites that. Ah, I, I appreciate, and I've when I've gone down there, it's been the absolute best. It with some of the some of the most fun times that I have are just like hanging out with, I like at just at your house. One, I remember one time I was I was uh, at um, uh, in Philly, like just I was featuring for the week or something like that, and I was at Daryl's at staying there, but he and Lori had to work all day. I didn't have anything to do during the day. You came and picked me up in South Philly, took me out to your place, uh, made me a lunch, and then we walked around and and uh, talked about our favorite serial killers for an hour. Yeah. And it was like the best day. I was like, this is, I want to be a comedian. That's forever. all I want to do. That's the Mike Rainey experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just spent four hours living the best life you could possibly live. I could be like a friend prostitute. I think I'd be pretty good at that. What uh, What would be the minimum Patreon pledge to mm. get that, to get the Mike Rainey experience? You know, I'm very appreciative of everyone. A dollar. So, if you, yes. if you pledge a dollar on the Patreon, you get it. You get a day of Mike's time. I, w- I would do that. I would pick maybe one person a month where we could do like an afternoon outing where I give you the, where I give you the friend experience. If we if we did one a month, I would I would yeah. <laughs> Tim, I would actually like to do that. Why don't Why don't we do that for like for for patrons? Like if just maybe once a month we get to yeah, spend like the lottery. Afternoon. It's like, like just kidnap like, you know. a person once a month. Yes. Oh, that'd be sick. That would mm-hmm. be fun. You take them out. Like take it's like it's like Make a Wish, but just for just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just half the cancer. <laughs> but it's, but it's, Double the but fun, half the cancer. Yeah, yeah. You don't even. Well, yeah. No, actually, actually, like we're just like the night before, we're gonna sneak some like radioactive shit into your house and absolutely give you cancer. Damn. Uh, speaking of the Patreon, Chef McNulty in the chat uh, just pointed out we're 15 away from 800 Patreons. Oh wow! Patrons, Patreons, insane. What a what a first year on the books, bro. That's great. Congrats, guys! But seriously, you. congrats on on I'm doing this. I'm still waiting for the day where it all just disappears. Everyone just loses interest. They think I'm gay. They're like, "Nah, dude, this is actually I." You know what? I've had my fill. This sucks, <laughs> dude. It's funny you mention that because like that's a legitimate fear I have. Anytime I check the Patreon app, like I expect it to be down like 50 patrons. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, the jig's up. Everybody had their fill of us. They don't want to hear our fucking bullshit anymore. And yeah, it's just yeah, like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, more people yeah, signed up. You're you're doing something. You know, good, like guys like us don't expect good things to last. But I think that's what one of the, I mean, I legitimately think that's healthy. Like if it's the people who are like, yeah, I deserve every good thing. That's where you're 
insane. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're you're a psychopath. If if something good happens to you and you're like, finally, you are a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. My my dad. I told you, he's a you know my dad's a therapist. He's been a therapist for Nazi therapist five right. years, forty years at this point. Uh, and he said he still is just waiting for the day somebody walks in and goes, okay, all right, jigs up. You're not really a therapist. Like that was all a prank. Ooh. I'm like, he's got a. He's got his own private practice he has for 30 years. How do you, you got to balance it though, right? Like you, you want that, you want that. You want like the threshold to always feel like it's in front of you. Like, like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm never there. I, 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 you know, God damn it, dude, we're a year into this and I feel like I'm just repeating myself all the time, but like you should never feel like you've arrived. You should Mm -hmm. always be looking for the next thing. So I think that's the thing that, stops you from feeling like you've got it all like you've got yeah. it all figured out is the, the the fact that you need to um uh run away from the idea of perfection like there's always more you can learn so then you never feel like you're at the level where other people act like they're at mm-hmm. yeah and don't let the don't let you know perfection become the enemy of good is always a huge problem yes um i my brain doesn't have the capacity to figure out how to apply that to myself yet. So (sighs) for now it is kind of an abstract, but um, just even like reminding myself of that when I hit the speed wobbles, like obviously this is a speed wobble week for me, dude, I got out of fucking Kensington. It's quiet at night. My cars aren't getting smashed by street racers. And of course the first quiet minute, I'm like, Ooh, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, but Tim, did you have, did you have that rational part of your brain, which, which chimed in? to intercept that thought or do you think that thought progressed that went on for maybe like a few days before you're just like oh wait a minute this is just my mind trying to play tricks on me yeah no it feels like um if it feels just like a resource drain because i know i know it's not true and i know that i can deal with it in like a healthy way but it's like oh man now i gotta spend like five minutes like breaking my like pulling myself out of that that sucks but i don't think it's something I'll, i'll need like medication or even therapy for I think uh, I do need to just fucking kill myself. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's not, that's not funny. I shouldn't joke around like that anymore. But the the the, the fact remains, like, we get a lot. Okay. The, uh, speaking of the Patreon again, we have, like, a, a ton of messages to churn through. And I, I, I take, we take the time to respond to them, like, individually. Um, I was making fun of this on Twitch earlier. Like, there's a time and a place to hit someone with, like, hell yeah, that's what's up. And yeah. there's, you know. I like to actually we get such genuine responses that I, I am trying to like give them each time. So um, if you are on the Patreon and you did send this message, uh, we are getting to them all this week and we appreciate them all. And um, I mean, that's why Mike sends out those bless everybody just checking in on people. Uh, we truly value it. But that being said, we hear from a lot of people who are like, man, I find myself falling into the same traps mm-hmm. and uh, I like I don't have any prescriptions for anybody. I just I just. I just want people to know that I relate to that kind of feeling where you're just yep. like, you know, Sometimes you that's don't all, want the good that's things. All people need is you just need to know that like, it, like the, the things that, especially right now with what is going on, it can just feel very lonely mm-hmm. uh, out there. And just the idea of just reaching out and just hearing that like, yeah, me too, man. Like, and you know, and I'm here just so you know, I'm here and let's talk if you need me. That sometimes that's that is the answer, and that that really is what somebody needs to be like. All right, so it's not just me; it is other people that you know. There are other people who are dealing with this. 
Yeah, absolutely that too. And it's fun hearing that from people and it's, and it's, and it's, it feels so good, like hearing people and seeing people open up like that. But also, like you said, Tim, it's not like, it's never from conversing from a point of pontification. There's one thing that I like a lot about conversing with people that, that hit us up, especially on Patreon, where it's just like, all right, well, what are you doing to get past this? If people don't already outline that in their message, you'd be like, hey, I was dealing with this this year and now I'm over it. And it's always cool hearing like, okay, well, this seeing like, all right, and this is how I did that. Yeah. Because I think that's at the basis of all this shit is like, I know personally, like if I see Tim doing something and him getting better at something, it's just like, well, the first thing that comes to mind is like jujitsu. There was a point within the past few months where like I roll with him and I watch him roll. It's just like, fuck, like I have to get better because he's getting that better. And I think you see that with different people in, in various aspects of their life that that we communicate with here and a lot of times it's with mental health shit it's with addiction issues it's with family issues and we're all just being able to be open and being able to share information freely is something that's inevitably going to make everybody stronger yeah and it's, it's also i think it's it's uh it's interesting because like we look at ourselves and we look at other people so it's like it's for anything whether it's good like how, getting to 800 patrons, patrons, pay, pay, patron, cacti. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works. Um, so, Patreon subscribers. To get to 800 is, they didn't all show up one night. Like they, you accumulated them. So it is really cool to reach those numbers and those those markers of success. Uh, but it's also like you guys watched those those uh that accumulate over time and you know the work that was put in you know getting better at jujitsu or losing weight or getting funnier or getting better at at whatever your job is you know you you see the little incremental things happening and other people are, are they're just not paying attention at that close a level and all of a sudden they see you six months later and they go, oh shit, you lost 40 pounds or, oh shit, you're really good at jujitsu now or you're way funnier than you were last time I saw you. And so it's, it's like being able to like, you have to almost put yourself in somebody else's shoes to be like, oh yeah, okay. So I'm, when I see somebody else do this, I go, ah oh, shit, I want to be able to make those jumps. But mm. I do that with other things and you have to like yeah. allow yourself to sort of celebrate those little moments. But it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel the way you think it's going to. It's it's a little less exciting because you you watched yourself put the work in and you felt it little by little just getting better. You didn't you you didn't take these gigantic steps. Yeah, uh, I think um, God, I I hate to even reference Jordan Peterson, but like his you know non controversial stuff was talking about like the boring work that goes into progress and it's it's very hard to appreciate when you're doing it yourself it's very easy to appreciate when you see someone else like you said in six month intervals and it's like whoa dude you fucking you've really been jelking because that fucking meat is super long but like i don't have the time data you know what i mean that's (laughs) that's why that's why i do like to periodically come back to these topics and and just uh i don't want to say rehash but like just drive it home time after time just because we you know we hear from people very consistently and i do want them to like keep up on like the constant um the constant need to to just like stay on the fucking path um it's just worth it yeah and like it's not it's also like it's not a straight line you're gonna fuck it up i um 
I fuck stuff up all the time. I uh, so Chip and I for a while for 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 some time we were working on this project. Um, it was essentially like a spoof of S Town, and we were really excited by it. And everybody we talked to was really excited by it. We recorded. We basically wrote out or beat it out like a whole season. We recorded half of the first episode. We got like we got Shaner and Del Calo to do some stuff on it. Shaner and Del Calo, Shaner especially, man, he he absolutely destroyed it. And this kills me because it like just wasted a great Shaner character. It just absolutely, and I, I like this is maybe what I'm most disappointed in. Uh, Mary recorded some stuff for us, and she was great. Um, and Mark did too. It, I mean, so there was just like we were, it, but we just hit that point where we realized the second half of our first episode just it just needed a major rewrite and we're like all right we got to do a major rewrite and we we just got stuck and we're like we'll come back to it well all right let's figure it out and we'll come back and we just chips in philly i'm here in new york and we just like let it sit on the back burner for too long and eventually we just kind of dropped it with the idea that like well, well we'll come back to it we'll come back to it and that became like two years yeah and it it with stuff recorded that's still sitting on my Google Drive of like great Shaner takes that are so fucking funny. Oh, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal to think that there's Shaner and Del Calo stuff out there that no one can hear. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll even tell you what it's about because we're not going to be able to use it anymore. But it was, but it was, um, but now, uh, maybe a month ago, there is on Audible a thing that Christina Applegate is narrating that is a spoof of S Town. That is sounds very similar to idea. Nobody stole it. Nobody. It's just mm. it was parallel thinking. It's an idea. It's an idea you come out with. And I have no idea how much money is being made off of that. But it's just like this was a good idea. Is what it told me. This was a this was a good idea to do, and it's something we could have turned into a real thing that we could have put our names on and been really proud of. But we fucking gave up on it. Like we just we didn't. We let perfection be the enemy of good. Oh and man, we could have fixed tied it. the theme into the whole fucking I know. thing. Yes, dude. No. And we, so we told like we at, like Chip and I were just kicking ourselves and we're like, what the f-? like you're just you're just dumb to do that. And James, not for nothing, but you know, we believe in free speech here at Dad Meat. So if you want to say Sigurdown instead of S Town, let's fly. <laughs> we're not holding back here, but uh thank you. We had to throw away an idea recently because someone else did it. Uh nah. We can't use it, right? Yeah, we're not going to use no, it. No, we can't use it. And also, the thing that stung about that was the person that did it did it so poorly. Oh, uh, just... don't say that. Oh, uh, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well now we were going to. All right. Well, so uh, after that, the most. Again, I want you to understand this was much closer to when the thing came out. And the only yeah. reason I'm talking about it now is because we already you know, gave it up. It's not going to happen. But after the naked celebrity voting thing came out. Yeah. I started texting everybody and I was going to send them a video of me trying to suck my own dick <laughs> to get people to vote. So I was going to be like folded over. It was going to be tasteful so I wouldn't have to censor it, but I was going to be trying to suck my own dick. And I was going to be like, I'm trying to suck my own dick. And then Mike would be like, I'm trying to suck my own dick. And then Tommy would be like, I'm trying to suck my own dick. And it's like, here, I'll, I'll like get in the position. And it was like, I just want to remind you that if you don't mail in your ballot on time, they're not going to have time to count it. <laughs> and then like, after after like finishing like the spiel like like sticking out your tongue to get like to try to make up that last little gap and not being able to reach the head, <laughs> I'm sucking my own dick. 
And but by the end, Tommy's got come over his face. <laughs> but here's the deal, dude. I mean, we can still release this. We'll just take out the voting aspect, and we'll just be all sucking our own dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no political yeah. message. No, yeah. I'm sucking my own dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we can actually do it. Yeah, it's not about uh, voting. Just, not about perfection, man. John Lennon's Imagine is playing in the background. <laughs> It's just oh, about so sucking your own meat. <laughs> Imagine all the penis. Oh, that's so good. I was I was laying on the floor. I had Mary Jo pointing the phone at me. I was like, how do we line this angle up so that you're not showing my asshole or my meat, but you can see my face? I am like, uh, just imagine that's the time your kids walk in on you. Guys. <laughs> Dude. It wouldn't even be the. It wouldn't probably would at worst be like a tie for the worst thing I've ever seen. That that Mike, I don't know, Mike. I don't know if I told you about this. I may have though. But uh, when we were visiting my sister in Oregon, um, one of their other friends that used to live here that moved out, they were visiting. There was like a little party. And uh, this guy was telling us about his his dad who retired and then got a job with the TSA in like some, you know, one lane airport or one gate airport in um, New England. And uh, he was talking about like dudes having boners when he's patting them down. And I was making fun of him like I was making fun of this dude's dad, like purposely giving these dudes boners, like patting them down super like <laughs> super sexually and like sucking their sucking their dicks. <laughs> and I thought I was just amongst grownups in the backyard. And then someone stepped like a foot to the right. And I was looking directly into my daughter's eyes. And I was just like, all right. All right well. You are aware you can't carry anything over three and a half inches on this plane. <laughs> 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 you got more than three and a half ounces to come in those balls, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, that happens all yeah. the time. Oh man. Yeah, I'm James. Not, I'm sorry, go ahead, buddy. No, I was gonna say I'm not gonna do it justice, but just since, since you gave your your idea, just just so you can imagine, because most of the, I know a lot of the listeners listen to uh, you fucked it and and no shaner, um, uh, but <laughs> the idea behind it 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 all revolved around a, a viral video and it was where it's just like a, about this shitty fucking dude where we're all just investigating this shitty this guy who fucking sucks um but it's we're just listening to the audio of a viral video and the, and it's basically of, of shaner trying to get a jet ski into an above ground pool and uh Del Calo and I are supposed to be helping him, but he just keeps yelling at us to get out of the way, and it falls and crushes him to death. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just Shaner yelling at me and Del Calo. <laughs> I can I? It's like perfect. Like I mean, it's just like we Chip and I were like, "Who are we gonna get to play this guy?" And we, I, I don't know. We were like, oh, Shaner!" Like at the same time, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like a, you know, like a, like you, a you're definitely and not gonna Shane use it. Not have, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any way we can. With, I mean, it's out there. It's like it's on Audible. I, I listened to the um, the, the Christine Applegate like, version. It's, way, it's just way too close to, to just the the theme of what we were doing. And it's like there's no, there's no point going back. But it's like it's a lesson learned where it's just like, all right, stop. Yeah. Stop holding yourself back. So that was a. What if know, uh, what if you turned it into a compilation of uh, you made an audio book of viral videos. 
Like it was just the audio <laughs> from viral videos. Right? Make Back lemonade, bro. Just yeah. Because like listen, I'll I'll be listening to my like well, I'll talk with my brother who's got three little kids. Um and listening to him parent is so much funnier than watching him parent. Mm-hmm. So just listening to him, like I'll just be talking to him and he'll he'll be like, Yeah, so the other no 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 <laughs> like just <laughs> Like that's way better than, than anything else. So yeah, I mean, just leaving stuff up to the mind. I think you should do that. <laughs> that's not a, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'll but get we, in touch with Chip. I'll 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 put the idea in his head. Yeah. And All right. He'll, so and then he'll annoy have, you about it. I do it. still have that that audio in my Google Drive. I I believe. And now that uh, I think about, yeah, because I don't want to waste it. It's such it's such a good good stuff that Shane Aaron. Yeah, and please call it. please find a fucking thing to do. Please do Dude, that. I, Anything with Shaner, it's worth its weight in gold. Like, I could watch fucking a three-hour loop of Shaner just fucking ordering hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, whichever switch in his brain is broken and sends thoughts in the wrong direction is my favorite uh, mental disfigurement of anyone I know. Absolutely. absolutely. He was making up racial slurs and calling us them. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <clears throat> oh dude i remember it was one of the one of the first things that shaner was in what the fuck was it but it was years ago like before making videos and putting them on youtube was like a normal thing for comedians to do but it was something that he was in pretty early on and somebody commented underneath like oh fuck i used to go to school with shaner he's like there was a point where he used to walk around come come to school dressed like michael myers and would refuse to talk to anyone while he was in character <laughs> man He's the best. Some in in a lot of ways, he does remind me of an eight year old carrying a loaded gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is a kidgelante. Chill. All right, I need to I need to refill my water, and uh, I think it'd be a perfect time to slip over into the Patreon. Yeah, let's do it and suck ourselves dry. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. All right, gang. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're in the YouTube live chat, I appreciate you. Um, and again, Patreon, little as a dollar. And, you know. And then you can hang out with Mike and Tim one day. Yeah. How Just fucking go. funny would that be? <laughs> you know what would be really funny is when we're like, all right, gang, we're going to randomly pick someone and we're going to hang out for a day. And they're just like, I'm good. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I, I I give to the Patreon. I hope it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Come down to Philly, dude. I'm going to I'm gonna host a barbecue. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I can't wait. All right, bubs. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll see you over on the Patreon or uh, somewhere else on the internet this week. We love you guys. Love you, bubs. Talk to you soon. I think you're fine.